Oh, it's so good. So poetic. And again, like the bird. I, the bird I wanted to circle back to this bird. You wanted to circle? <laughs> yeah. Like the uh. bird? <laughs> Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. I'm Julia. And I'm Becca. We're best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans, and this is a Star Wars The Bad Batch fan cast. And this time we're reviewing episode 12, The Outpost. This is a good fucking episode. I was going to say, I I know we say good ep like a lot. We say a lot. This is a truly a beautiful episode. This was an episode that, I mean, obviously we've been waiting for. Visually and story-wise. Crosshair just hasn't been around for a while and i've been waiting for him to come back but really i feel like structurally i was waiting for an episode that's like make me like this guy make me give me a reason why i should be endeared to this character yeah because it's not a matter of like he's a good character like yeah we're not saying like truly a a, a not not a compliment which is an insult (laughs) would be like He's a mediocre character. You could remove him from the story and it wouldn't make sense, which is not true of this character. He's a great character, but like he's meant to be at odds with the other batch members. So like, yeah, we've need since he's like not with him anymore, we've needed a reason for him to kind of like turn that corner and like be a better, uh, a more likable character. Yeah. Um, And I think this episode does that so well. I found myself quite endeared to him in this episode. I was like, Oh, okay yeah this this is yeah. great weirdly like quickly also but like also it's wild to say that like it, he wasn't in our story when he wouldn't have been necessary essentially like thinking about it on a grander scale we haven't seen him since like the second episode of this season yeah if we had crosshair content that was just stuff right it would yeah. have been superfluous we wouldn't have needed oh yeah it. I, I kind of like that they, I mean, it's wild that this happens so late. Again, maybe there's a reason we've, we're building to something. Yeah. Presumably. I'm I'm really curious about the, because you just said we had, what, two episodes and well, then the season finale? Well, next week we have fucking Pabu. Which I'm is so excited for Pabu. So excited. So well, we Pabu, have Pabu, Tipping, point, tipping Points, and, and then, then the two-part finale. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we have two episodes to see if this will continue like because last episode was like okay story like here's more we stuff. got like a lot of shit y- yeah here's week. like main here's your new antagonist here's like more story main yeah. story and then this one is also like here's more story things are happening but it felt a lot not that i think the last episode was bad or anything mm-hmm. but it felt like really solidly paced to this episode and i think it's because yeah. we had a single viewpoint the entire time yeah exactly um it felt like we were taking a few steps back and being like okay we're lining up the the holes here the points that you know um we got to tell you about this player yeah we've told you about these we've introduced a new antagonist we told you about that that's on the horizon now we got to back up a few steps and tell you about this guy things this will start to line up guy. so i'm guessing the next episode is going to be plot related as well i'm I, guessing I think... too and i'm s- it's wild because it's pabu <laughs> <laughs> who's pabu what's pabu um it's gonna be nothing we were low-key joking when we were watching the episode <laughs> but like we we're like what if it's uh we haven't seen charles in a while charles rampart i was like what if it's what if it's what if the Rampart's name, actual name is Pabu? <laughs> I just like... He's not a Pabu to me. No, in what world? <laughs> in what world does that mean a Pabu? No, but truly, like, now given that, like, okay... 
Maybe it's like uh, the his his name is like Patrick Bucephalus. <laughs> They call him Babu for short. He's like, my name is Babu. Oh, my God. My name is Admiral Patrick Bucephalus. It's the only BU name I could think of. What a Star Wars name. And by <laughs> what a Star Wars name, I mean what not a Star I Wars like name you at could, all. I feel like you could work with Bucephalus as a Star Wars name. I don't think you can work with Patrick as a Star Wars name. Sorry, Patricks. I don't know. I feel like you could, but I feel like together they don't make any sense. Together they make the worst name I've ever created. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, anyway, back to the episode <laughs> at hand here. Um, God, this was a good episode. This, like, I mean, I've been kind of weirdly emotional all week for God knows what reason, Maybe. but I, like, nearly cried in this episode. Yeah, yeah, I feel. It's just, it was so, and again, we should maybe just jump into the plot because there's a lot of good shit that yeah. happens. But, like, overall, I'm so pleased with this episode, and I'm I'm really happy with, with, with where this show is going. Yeah, no, I mean, like, we've been talking about the whole season that like okay like these are really fun episodes but like i don't really see a lot of plot i love that we like turn the corner in the mid-season and then we were like okay there's like one more maybe two more episodes that are kind of like whatever and then we're just gonna like ramp up it feels like they're just we're ramping up the plot i would be really surprised if the next <laughs> episode was is like filler. completely unrelated to i the would plot. also like to just take a moment to mm-hmm. for once high five us for having a correct assumption and not being immediately wrong which is like episodes ago we we're like oh you know i think we're gonna have like two fillers and then everything else leading up to the yeah. season finale will be plot related yeah. and so far we're right well yes we might immediately be wrong again now that we've opened our mouths and been like Bobby's gonna be a bottle episode about like nothing. a stupid fucking monkey that's yeah like, for uh, sure yeah. anyway no this i mean creature. that would be fun but yeah. like I anyway let's talk about the episode at episode. hand here I want to talk about uh immediately the music in this episode which like it I almost felt more in the absence of it because there's a whole lot of scenes here like there's a little bit of music before we see any shot and then we see a shot of like I think it's Carson I believe so where, where Crosshair and um this lieutenant man who his face looks like he's been saran wrapped yeah and left in the fridge for too long, like mm-hmm. he's made of gelatin or something. Yeah. I don't know. His name is uh, Lieutenant Nolan. Yeah. Um. So they're going somewhere, and then they we see them go to a uh, snowy planet. Yeah, we do get a scene, obviously, here, first of all, where we just, like, get introduced very, very quickly to a couple of ideas that I think we're trying to, like, reinforce again, like yeah. clone troopers that are being forced to retire, mm-hmm. and they're very disgruntled about it. Um. This guy... Uh, Lieutenant Nolan, who hates clones because he well, doesn't he, like used things, yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that line. Um, yeah. Because he's real cool. Yeah. Uh, no, we're getting this like it feels very heavy handed, which like yeah. makes sense for this episode. And it makes sense that we're seeing this through like Crosshair's POV a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Like it's kind of like he hadn't noticed these things before. And now it's like when you uh, see it's like when you <laughs> like um when i was like buying uh the car that i have i was like what does it look like i don't know and then i like found out and then like for the next week i was just seeing the, yeah. the car that i had on yeah. the street i'd be like oh there's one and there's one and there's it's one. like that weird like coincidental <laughs> rule of like once you see it once you'll you'll keep noticing it. Yeah. yeah um and i mean it's been a while since we've seen crosshair but i think he's like went through a a period of like oh i'm kind of learning some things i'm yeah. kind of realizing some shit and now i think it's really apparent to him because like we see a weird I, I, the cinematography in this episode especially in this scene too like fucking killer really really good and it does kind of lend itself to like we're kind of seeing things through crosshair's eyes like we see this these like 
clones that are being forced into retirement led by this other imperial officer and they're like well you know we're soldiers what are we supposed to do and she rolls her eyes she's not even looking at them she's like leading them somewhere and she rolls her eyes we kind of see like a kind of a close-up of that and then like we have of course this comment from uh lieutenant nolan that's like very at two crosshair at like pointed and crosshair kind of like i don't he doesn't really react that much but like i don't know it's just very like it felt very heavy-handed to me but like it's stuff that we kind of like understand about the empire we know like i think they did a good job being like this is from his point of view he's kind of like being hit in the face with a lot of these things i would also like to point out here that i feel like uh from the get-go like the first time we really see crosshair and we really see his face he seems rather like like really down like again it does feel like a lot of these things that have been happening have been weighing on him a lot more than they have been you can like he's lost his sort of gusto (laughs) you can kind of see the like wheels turning in his head for sure um so yeah no you're totally right uh but yeah i just the animation the facial animation in this episode is incredible i mean like overall like visually story music voice acting which like we can get to and when we get to uh this episode was phenomenal Mm -hmm. and like it really felt like to me not that the previous episodes have been bad or worse or anything but i feel like it's like what i love about this show oh it's like the marrying of all of these different incredible things and doing it in animation in an incredible way and like it's perfect felt like a short film almost it did yeah Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so we get all that kind of uh, empire. The empire sucks stuff, <laughs> and then because they, um, they do, and then we get to this planet that they don't. We don't. I don't think they say name. what it is. Just kind of a a frosty planet. Um, and we meet these other clones. Oh, excuse me. Apparently, it's called Barton Four. Barton. Barton Four. So says the wiki. Barton Four is wild. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> they apparently go to Barton Four. <laughs> um and they meet these like clone this clone attachment attachment detachment excuse me i'm attached um (laughs) i'm attached to this clone with a fucking beard i mean same um i'm so i'm so sad Mm -hmm. uh and um apparently they've been guarding this cargo for like fucking ever and um like I, I don't know. I immediately meet this clone whose name is Mayday. He's like the commander of yeah. this unit who at this point only uh includes two other members. Yeah. Uh the the interaction between this guy and the Imperial lieutenant is so good. Like this guy's just like, um, okay, Pipsqueak, like shut the fuck up yeah. and like go do whatever you want to do. I'm <laughs> I love that he's got he's got such peepaw vibes this clone. He does. I was gonna say I love my peepaw clones. I love them. I love that we got another one. I love that we got a lot of facial hair too. A lot. Scruffy facial hair. Yeah. Wow, incredible. I like that the They're other giving. two we <laughs> He's giving. Um <laughs> It's giving season. Uh <laughs> I like the other two don't take their helmets off, so like they also could have beards, but we don't know. I like the idea that they have equipment to shave and they have shaved because they were just like, I don't want to grow a beard. And this guy's just like, well, I'm going to lean into it. He's like, I've been here for a year. Honestly, it probably does help with like the warmth factor. Oh, for sure. What's also really interesting, and I guess I can talk vo- about yeah. voice acting right now, uh, is that I really like the way that these guys are voiced, even though the the sort of other two clones, we only hear from them like a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, but you can tell that, uh, kind of like along the lines of how we've seen with other characters like Rex, um, the way that D. Bradley Baker voiced Mayday is like 
it's like got so much character in it. He feels older. And uh, when we yeah. hear the other clones, they sound like we've heard clones before. Yeah. You know, they're like definitely younger, less this guy's vibe. Uh, I frequently forget that like, I mean, for the majority of this episode, it's the same voice it's actor talking all to D. himself. Literally, all Bradley Baker, and I forget it's like that constantly. Twelve D. Bradley Baker. He does such a good job. Especially, He's incredible. It's probably honestly easier doing like uh, two distinct voices because Crosshair has a very distinct voice. Yeah. We know this, and like you just said, Mayday has kind of a more distinct voice. Um, so it's probably a little easier. But like God, he does it so good. I, I like forget right that it's like one guy. Yeah. Well, anyway, all that to say, number one, insane, yeah. D. Bradley Baker is incredible. I really like that he like added a lot of character. And again, I like that we get to kind of like with Mayday's appearance and his voice, get the idea that he's like an older clone yeah. and he's been at this a while and he's like kind of like jaded, but just kind of like sad. Yeah. Like this is kind of just how it goes, you know? Yeah. Um, But anyway, we get introduced to those guys. We also get introduced to the concept that, like, raiders and stuff have been taking their cargo. Yeah. And that kind of their only job here is to protect this cargo. And that uh, he's been asking for backup and equipment and stuff for a fucking while. Yeah. Um, And that because they haven't been getting any of that, essentially his entire squad has been slowly dying out. Yeah. Um, And, of course, Lieutenant Nolan takes the opportunity to be uh, even more of an asshole and it's just like, well, then you failed, uh, and like that's your own problem. Your yeah. own failure. That's your own failure. That your squad is dead. Yeah, um, which is like, I love that they really. And again, like it's heavy-handed, but it's to a point. Like we almost needed yeah. like a caricature of a bad guy to like understand. And for Crosshair, really, because apparently he's got a thick-ass skull. Uh, he does <laughs> to get the point across. But like, yeah, I I don't know. Like this character of Nolan is like a lot, but I feel like it's like accurate. Like you almost needed someone in the Empire for Crosshair to see that was like so honest about their opinions about like clones. Yeah, that they're like it. It was so obvious you couldn't not see it. You couldn't explain yeah. it away. Yeah, you know. And obviously he needed that to make a little. It's switch in his life. Make a change. Make it. Make a choice. Make a change. Take a chance. Make a change. Break away. Break away. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, it, it kind of is because I think a lot of like Nolan's attitudes kind of mirror a lot of what Crosshair has kind of preached to the batch yeah, a lot. For sure. Um and he's kind of being a he's kind of being confronted with his own assholery. Yeah. And he's like, Ooh, this is bad. For sure. It, and it's, I've been stupid. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Essentially the setup of this episode is that like Crosshair gets to see someone who's like just as gung-ho for the empire just as practical about like the jobs that clones should have you're made to be soldiers but it's like it's almost like crosshair never realized that like that would come with an expiration date yeah you know that like he's like no this is sustainable i'll do this forever and then i'll get killed in battle or whatever i think he thought it was probably like easier to remain useful to the empire and now he's like oh well these people that i feel like were also useful they're kind of discarding because they don't they're they're literally just kind of looking for any excuse to get rid of clones at this point i love that it's essentially it becomes so apparent because it's not about use it's about like people's opinions essentially and preferences and it's like that's not something he can change you know Mm -hmm. it despite the fact that you're useful if they don't want you there you're not going to be there Mm -hmm. anyway so at some point we get a call right that uh some more cargo has been stolen or is in the process of being stolen uh, by yeah, writers. I think um, Mayday and Crosshair, they're like going out to, they like kind of explain that like rebels or whatever are, um, uh, I'm sorry, not rebels, raiders yes. are um, <laughs> stealing equipment and whatnot. And um, 
Mayday and Crosshair are like, uh, he's kind of showing Crosshair around and stuff. Um, and they're out at the like sensor yeah. kind of array. Um, and that's when they get this call that like, oh, they're here. Um, and they're like, how did they get in? Anyway, yeah. let's go check anyway, it out. Anyway, let's yeah. go run after him. Uh, so we do get a fun little bit of action here where, uh, unfortunately, uh, Hex and Veach, the, the two other clones, uh, mm-hmm. do die. There is an interesting part in here that I guess didn't really come back at this point. Maybe we'll come back in a future episode where Crosshair uh, seems to fuck his eyes up a little bit when he's looking at that ship that explodes. I want to say before this action sequence begins, though, um, Crosshair and Mayday do have, like, a conversation while they're out there at the sensor array. And we get the sense that, like, the Empire has not kept up this, like, the equipment that they have. So, Mm -hmm. like, the sensors are really shitty. And uh, Crosshair's just like, so what's in the cargo? And he's just like, I don't know. I never looked. So, like, we kind of introduced this, like, what is it? Yeah, there's, like, a mystery element yeah. here. I also think, is it here or is it later where they're talking about, like, being good soldiers following orders? Later. Okay. Uh, Yeah. But, yeah, uh, so then we get into this... Um, action sequence. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like I said... Oh, you know what's yes. an interesting... I'm so sorry. I'm, no, it's okay. I'm just reading the wiki. Uh. Another thing that they say is that um that he there's he's telling Crosshair about the danger of the raiders and stuff and he's like you're not gonna lie don't go too far because you're not gonna last long in the ice especially in the in that armor, um and then he's also is talking about these like ice vultures that we've oh, seen yeah. like circling around, um and he describes them as vicious creatures that he begrudgingly like admires and mm. I'm like that's int- like I don't know it's really. There's uh, something about those guys too that's like hella symbolic in this, and oh, it's just absolutely. but like but because like, we see in the end, there's like that huge moment where Crosser's just like looking on, both at like the shadow of the vulture on the ground and also like it circling. Yeah, that uh, we'll get to we'll it get in to the it end, when we get to but it. Like, but oh like, oh my god, so much shit. to unpack. Like I so good assumed per the this episodes, is a poetic as episode. I know, right? <laughs> like I would have assumed per the episodes that we've seen and the fact that we're like almost solidly two seasons into the show is that like I was like, oh, those monsties are gonna be a problem. Like I said when we were watching the episode, I was like, oh, those guys are gonna be a problem later. And instead, we got this like wild symbolic and it like starts here with this conversation yeah out by you know the they sensors. weren't a problem and they didn't help they're simply there to be symbolic which is really out of left field for like a lot of star wars creatures because like star wars is very known for like look at this funky creature like look at this little guy even in the um the uh tribe episode of this season yeah those like weird spider guys like they ended up helping uh, in the end, yeah, um, the they spider ate the guy lizard, like a man, five, five <laughs> legs or whatever. Yeah, like they just like they, they weren't symbolic. Like I can't point to another episode in this or Clone Wars that was like or Rebels. Well, but, maybe not Rebels. Um, where like uh, a creature is just symbolic only and yeah. doesn't like There's aid something our like heroes emotional or harm about our it. heroes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's jump back into the fray here. Um, yeah, we we so we they die. Hex and uh, Veach die yeah. in this attack, and their shuttle gets uh blown, blown up. Um, and the raiders get away. Yeah, with two boxes of cargo. Um, and then we have this like neat scene of like uh Mayday placing their helmets with all of the other helmets yeah. in his squad that have perished. Um, which, which was like such a good. 
Um, I'm sorry, I want to back yeah. up again to when we yeah. first meet <laughs> An Mayday. episode rife with this sort of... This is such a good episode. It is. I feel like it's something that's got a lot of layers, so... It does. Um, But I specifically said at the top of this episode that the music was really interesting, yeah. and especially in the times when there are, is no music. So, like, when they get introduced to Mayday, when they walk into this warehouse and only see droids, and they're like, where's your supervisor? Where's, where's the clones? And we meet him, all this stuff, out to, like, them going... Uh, basically until the action sequence happens when the raiders break in there is like no music and it is like eerily quiet wow. and like strangely like and in the there's a shot before they uh made and crosshair walk out to the edge of the kind of property where you see in the foreground like all of the helmets um and they're kind of just like they're not looking at them like they're looking out and they're like going um and there's just like no music and you're just kind of like sitting with that visual um and I, I don't know, Amelia, I was just like, wow, like, it feels heavy. This is like, there's yeah. a heaviness to yeah. this. There's like a, some, uh, it's somber, it, but I, it's at the same time, like, you can feel the, like, tiredness of it. It's not truly just like a tragedy. It's like, we've been here for a while. There's like weight to it. I was thinking that I, I didn't notice the, the thing about music, actually, which is interesting to note. Um, But I when he, when Hex and Veach die and he's like putting their helmets with the rest of them, like the amount of time we spend in that scene too, which like, I'm sure it's not really that much time, but it feels lengthy. Mm -hmm. And like, especially because he is sitting there and he's turning the helmets to face forward and like making sure that they're all lined up, like, and taking a moment truly, which seems like an unfortunate ritual that he's had to do out of respect for these like fallen comrades of his, like people that he actually like you know cares about well and it's in direct contrast i don't know if you were just gonna say this it's in direct contrast to the way that we see like the empire and specifically nolan treating these people in this episode like there's like a reverence from mayday obviously for understandable reasons and i think like how incredible are these moments and this character when it comes to crosshair who is in the room and he's just watching him like he's not like what are you doing why are you doing that he's just watching him yeah you know and then obviously nolan comes in and is a dick about it but like (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Like, there's something so it it does all all of these moments feel so weighty and like so purposeful, and it's really interesting to like point out like the piece about the music and sort of you know the composition and the time we take to do these things because that's like what builds that emotion. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so like I said, Nolan comes in as a dick and is He's like a dick about it. He's you like, need to go get the boxes. Yeah. Um, I also really like here that uh. I, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about Mayday getting introduced. I like his attitude a lot towards Nolan. Yeah. I like that he clearly does not give a shit about the fact that he is a ranking officer. No. He's just like, he also corrects him mm-hmm. when he's like, no, I'm a commander, not a lieutenant or yeah. whatever. Um, I technically outrank you. Yeah. Kind of basically, uh, I think. But I like that he, I don't know, like, there's just, he has so much like will to him and like yeah. kind of like, you don't know, you don't understand. Yeah. Like, you know, I know what it's like to be here and also like what these people mean to me. Yeah. And like the audacity that Nolan comes in here and is like, well, you don't have value unless you're like out here. Unless doing you're basically what I say. doing whatever I want, when I want. Like we want essentially, and we kind of see this in the stormtroopers that come in later, but they're kind of like, they're super just guys. They're super just people who are like, we're kind of scared to do anything that's not, 
immediately told to us to do yeah. like they're not they don't have will yeah um but i i like the sass that made i gives yeah. nolan here where he's like okay then you're gonna give me all your troops yeah to go get these two fucking crates yeah, if you and want he's these like, two crates of cargo then uh, he's yeah. just like and leave this outpost completely unprotected it's like well i love that also again as the reinforcement of like this stuff you don't even know what it is is more value than you a living being yeah which so, like we find out later that what's in the crates are in like new stormtrooper yeah armor which is like again such a good like i mean fucking uh, yeah like of course they think that they're more valuable than these clones because they think the clones are old used equipment and they're like these are the new shiny things that like we can control better than you guys so yeah they are worth more than you even the shell of them without even people being in them are more valuable to to us than you are yeah so good anyway they go off. To, to, <laughs> yeah, I'm not about to stop you and your sorry. Your your waxing poetic. Thank you. Um, they go off. They follow the blood trail of yeah, one of these crosshair raiders. Crosshair shot one of these guys, and he tracked this blood uh, trail down to uh, a crevasse, <laughs> which we were both like, "Don't no. go into the crevasse." No, no, no. Apparently, this man is not scared of crevasses. He's like, like we are scared of crevasses, but he's <laughs> he's like, I'm unfazed by the crevasse. I also I need to check like the runtime on this episode, but it felt long it did feel long and i don't know if that's just because it was paced incredibly well yeah like it literally felt like a short film yeah no like it and because like i'm just now remembering all the pieces and i'm like holy shit like there's this whole scene with them in the cave yeah which is like so interesting and so good like i love that you know crosshair is by himself he's looking he like scuttles on down to this crevasse by himself which is an insane thing to do by Mm -hmm. the way because like never do that but i like that mayday finds him and is like, oh, you know, their shuttle took off from over here. They're probably gone. Mm-hmm. And Crosshair, who's seen blood down here, is like, not all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then we get into this whole, like, just just they have to have a discussion. And we get to see Crosshair's ideology again a little bit more. Yeah. And that, like, you know, obviously they follow the trail. They find this dead guy. This raider who's We passed. see that Sorry. Crosshair's ideology <laughs> is not completely, like, changed yet. Yeah. Because he's still... He's still bristly. And, do you, like... Do you want to talk about this? sorry uh, this whole exchange that they have or is that where you were going yeah okay. i mean you know leading it along if you want to jump, <laughs> okay. in, jump in um because there's two moments that happen there's one when they're like around the cave they find this dead raider uh and yeah mayday is like oh he's wearing like my troopers, uh, armor. troopers armor um and he's like i don't know if that bothers me more the fact that they just his friends left him here um and cross is just like you know what there's no sense in carrying any dead weight like uh, i get it right he's just like being trying to be cool and collected and like the most <laughs> pragmatic this, like, and beautiful like, silent broody uh clone man yeah <laughs> this peepaw clone yeah and he's like i'm i don't need anyone in my life yeah and like, it was just like okay edgy okay, okay edge lord <laughs> um and and th- so there's that moment, and then later, uh, Crosshair almost immediately like puts his own foot in his mouth by stepping on a puts pressure his mine. Foot in a mine, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and Mayday's just like, "Huh, what was that about dead weight?" <laughs> Crosshair's I... like, "Damn it!" <laughs> I love this moment, and again, yeah. I think it's one that doesn't really have music. It's so no, eerily quiet, and, and like I feel like the music. I mean, I don't know anything about music. I don't know how to wax poetic about music. We but say like, this every episode. It's like, <laughs> we don't know anything about music. Um, I don't want people to call me out about being an idiot for music. So um, <laughs> I live in fear of being called out <laughs> as an idiot. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like there's a, 
when there is music in a scene, uh, it points you in a direction, right? Because even if a scene is happy or seemingly normal, but you have a eerie kind of music, you're like, oh, something's about it's like to hinting. happen. Uh, yeah, or you know, if you have like if you it would it would completely change the scene if you were when we were looking at those helmets. If you put like a really somber, tragic kind of yeah. overture on it, you know, it'd be like we should really focus on the fact that these clones are dead yeah. rather than the fact that this man has had to deal with his entire squad dying. It's really not about the death of these clones so much as it is this man having to watch all of his friends die. Yeah. And and be given nothing. Right. And we're kind of like in it with him. We're sitting there in this uncomfortable, silent moment with him. We're also sitting here in this uncomfortable, silent moment or not silent moment, but like we're just we they want us to listen to these guys talk. It's yeah. not about the suspense of like, will he get out of the mind yeah. trap? Like, of course he will. That's not the point. The point is you listen to them talk. What they say is important yeah. while they do this. And what they don't say is also important. Yes. Right. Like I just, I don't know. I also, I feel like I'm really fond of those moments where there's like no music like this, because I feel like, especially when it's in this like natural environment, you kind of get to have the eeriness of like being in a place in a cave mm-hmm. where it's cold and dark and silent, except for the person that you're with. You and don't like, get the sense of like, where should I be feeling that the next part of this is going to go? Yeah. It's like, you don't get a, yeah you don't get a sense of like all right we're moving on to the next thing at all you you get you it's just like this is you you got to listen to it this is what's happening yeah absorb it and just like the again mayday is incredibly not necessarily like begrudging but like i feel like he kind of has that like oh look who stepped in it now but he's like doing the work and i like that he's like we need to have a conversation while i do this and yeah so he's, he's not begrudging or like cocky or anything but he's just like I, like, do you see how what you... He's basically silently saying, do you see how your ideology is biting you in the ass here? Yeah. Because I'm going to help you, but what if I... You know, if I had... If I believe your ideology, then I'm I'm just going to let you kill yourself on this dumb mind. Like, yeah. right? Yeah. And I just... I don't know. There's something, too, about... I don't know why. Like, he, he has this conversation. Like, he pulls out these, like, stakes and this tiny hammer, which, like, I love. Yeah. But, like, I love that the conversation around it is, like you know we've had to improvise and like find a way to to survive out here and one of them is like this i guess being able to disarm these like pressure mines mm-hmm. but like i don't know i love just that like we see him doing it and we hear the noise and we see like i love the shots that are at ground level and you see the stake inching and inching closer yeah. to the mine like surface so you know it's like keeping it down like i just and i love that we're taking the time to do it yeah. it's not like you know you hear him do one it's like we're done nice yeah. you yeah. know it's like it's a whole moment that we're like having to live through this with them. And yeah. again, it's not necessarily about the, the, the pressure building of like, Ooh, is he going to die? It's like yeah. just this weird camaraderie moment between two people who are very different in ideology. But yeah. like, again, one guy who's like, well, I'm not going to lose any more people. I don't leave people behind. Even if you kind of are going to die, we'll see how this goes. And like crosshair who like came here alone and would have left him behind probably like yeah. if not for this like change of heart like it's an interesting kind of like really really solid moment yeah it's interesting too this like disarming of this mind that crosshair has willingly stepped on and also this like conversation between them about ideology kind of uh almost a closeted ideology i guess that's a way to put it but like uh, subtle ideology they're yeah. not just like so what is your philosophy on life so <laughs> Do you hate your family? <laughs> like he asks him what 
the crosshair's basically like he knows that like the rest of the, of Mayday's squad has died and he knows what happened there and he kind of knows Mayday's story. So Mayday's asking him about like what squad did you serve with and he's like it doesn't matter and he's like well humor me you know whatever yeah. it does kind of matter because like this is where we come from and he's kind of like bringing that up and <laughs> I don't know kind of having to have Crosshair reckon with like leaving people behind and like what does dead weight mean to you like in a way it's like symbolic of like crosshair stepping in in the shit of his life yeah and then like being disarmed himself by this conversation essentially with help from another person. yeah exactly that he couldn't have done this alone no basically um i also really love his choice of like crosshair's choice of words here where Mm -hmm. he's like oh what happened to them and he's like they're gone they're gone yeah you know it's not like they betrayed me or they died they died or or they left the empire or like whatever or they were killed or what yeah yeah. it's like oh they're gone Mm -hmm. and i love that like obviously mayday assumes that they like died and he's like well we're the ones that survived and this is what we get for it like i don't know i just really like that it's interesting that he did not say exactly what happened like it's almost like he there's not the same bitterness there where it's just like it's uh, i don't know it feels like it's kind of a thing that happened it's versus very like clearly, i can't believe they did this to me yeah he's not just like well i let me weave you a tale let about me my you a bitch tale. ass brothers yeah. <laughs> mayday <laughs> you're in for a treat he's like i didn't ask for he's this like, and then hunter said and he's like i didn't i didn't want i just I just wanted casual talk so I could disarm this mind. He's like, I'm oh, can you believe what they did to me? <laughs> All right, bud. Okay. Um. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I do. I do enjoy that. Uh, do we want to continue on from that conversation? Yeah. So of course they disarm the mind. You know, I do really like. Sorry, quick point out to the end yeah. part of this interaction, which is uh, Crosshair goes to step off the mind. He's like, No, no, no! You wait till I tell you. <laughs> yeah, and he puts his helmet back on, and he's like, way. I'm going around the corner in case you fucking die. <laughs> Bye. Like I love that. Like we have these kind of like conversations that point to Mayday's sort of like. I don't know. Sweetness is the only thing. Like, I don't know. Humanity. And then he's like, actually, though, I'm still I still got my edge. I'm still kind of a sassy Well, like he's had to survive, but also he hasn't let the need to survive um, basically remove his humanity or like or his uh, uh, care. Right. Which is funny because like in season one, all Crosshair could talk about was like the Empire is the way that we survive this. It's about survival. It's not about thriving. It's just about doing what we're told and what we're meant to do. It's just about surviving. Um, And he did kind of let that uh, take away his humanity and and his uh, heart. Yeah. In a lot of of instances. I do also really think that, like, I feel like I usually get on people's cases, like, aka Marvel and, like, other properties like that for, like, bookending serious moments with like humor i feel like though this felt so good because i think it was so in character because yeah. he specifically says he's just like because roster's like oh are you not confident like you know you're he's like oh you don't know what you're doing and maybe like no i know what i'm doing but i'm not stupid yeah so i'm not a i'm not a dumbest like <laughs> you <laughs> yeah i'm still gonna take the precautions but i'm confident in my work but yeah you know i don't know it just it felt like a good like natural way for this to go i don't know and it had like a levity to it that wasn't i don't know yeah it was a nice transition moment um anyway so obviously crosshair doesn't die yeah clearly. because that would be wild and then he blows up and then that's the end of the episode. and that's it <laughs> roll credits the show is over <laughs> fuck the next four episodes <laughs> they're not happening yeah bye 
Um, yeah, anyway, so they continue on. Uh, they do end up finding uh, the the raider camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do, we get another little action scene here. Yeah, they do end up um, trying to take out all of them, and then more keep coming out from this cave, and I was just like, oh my god, they're never ending. Um, and then Crosshair does a fun thing, which I think, in the beginning, I was like, oh, that was really smart, where he sees this ex- some explosive material on a on a crate and yeah, shoots the, at it. I think it's pressure mines. Yeah. Um, it just looked like boxes to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They uh, are sort of. They boxes. are just sort of boxes. Yeah, C- what is C four but just some clay? Um, <laughs> uh, but he does that thing, which like he's very known for at this point of being like, oh, I'll just take the like perfect shot and do the smartest thing. But it backfires on on him this time because the rock kind of completely crumbles and then an avalanche happens. Yeah, not I, before. Yes, I was gonna say. Yeah, not before they go find the stolen cargo and they realize that it is stormtrooper armor yeah. for the new military. And again, we get another really fucking fantastic interaction. Mm-hmm. This episode is good interactions back to back to back. Yeah. This one is like cherry on top, like straw that breaks his camel's back. Like, yeah, because we get that perfect, beautiful line of like, they kind of are basically like we've spent our years protecting this, cargo that is essentially going to replace us and again we talked about how like the the empire already sees the cargo is more valuable than them even sans like a human in in the armor and he's like how like why would they do this we were good soldiers we followed orders yeah and, and i love specifically the like we were good soldiers we followed orders yeah like I love taking the exact phrase and flipping it on its head. And it's like, and this yeah. is what we fucking got for it. Yeah. It's like being replaced is, is not mattering. It's almost like worse than like deserting. It's worse than dying in combat is like living long enough to see yourself become obsolete, you know? Well, to it's, become a, an object. it's a complete betrayal. Yeah. It's complete. Like we promised you this and now you're, and now you're completely breaking that and you're replacing us. Yeah. And um, I, it's just so good. Again, it's like, I feel like in my mind, my, this entire scene is like, season is like, what is it going to do that's going to get Crosshair to change something yeah. about himself? Yeah. Not necessarily his entire ideology, not necessarily his entire personality, but like, what yeah. is it going to do to get him there? And it's like this old, sad clone who's seen everyone he cares about die looking at the future and being like, I don't matter anymore. This is what they did to us. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, ah, so good. And I love it so much. And like the amount that Crosshair has been like, good soldiers follow orders. And it's like, yeah, that's fuck his, you that's now. That's been his fucking mantra for yeah. the entire time we've known him, basically. Yeah. And like, I like that in, I think it was, I mean, obviously, because the only other time we've seen Crosshair is the season, it's the second episode of the season, I think, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, where he says the same thing and he says it to Cody, but he says it with sort of like a, a slight, like there's a changed tone there than when yeah. we heard him say it in like the first season. Right. It's yeah. not, it's not, he's so, not resolute. So much, yeah. yeah. He, it, he's, he's lost his gusto. Yeah. He's just sort of like, yep. Good soldiers follow order. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know. It, it's almost like he's clinging to it. And like, yeah. now I love using that same phrase and flipping it on its head and being like, yeah. this is a betrayal. I think earlier in the season, I likened that phrase of like, um, the clones and specifically Crosshair saying that as like a, like in Handmaid's Tale, there's the like, you know, blessed be and like, you know, all the sort of like code words and things that you say to signal to others that 
I'm good. We're kosher. I'm with you. We're on the same page. Like this has become basically like that was my saving grace being the same, being on the same page as everyone. I'm the same as you. We're all in uniform to like, oh no, this like I'm we're dying out. Yeah. This is not how it was supposed to go. These words are no longer safe to me. This is not a communication of we're good. We're, we're good. (laughs) It's a, it's like a, a mournful kind of like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's just like uh, so incredibly well constructed to get to this moment. And yeah. again, to realize that like, it's not because you're not useful that you like don't get to be, you know, that, that, you know, clothes yeah. are dying out or whatever. It's that like, you're not wanted anymore. And it's like nothing you can change. Yeah. Like the world is moving on without you. Yeah. And you chose again, like the fact that this entire fucking show is just like what, saw Guerrero said in the pilot yeah. is, is insane to yeah. me that it's like he he didn't sur- you know move on and look to the future and survive he is dying with the past exactly because like of his own fucking decisions yeah and i was like holy shit this episode is so good it's so good <laughs> anyway anyway that beautiful moment and then like you said have you seen Mulan? An avalanche happens. Um, <laughs> have you seen Mulan is exactly what <laughs> you said the thing that the happens in Mulan which only happened in Mulan. As we know. <laughs> As we know, and it's only not a real ever natural disaster. Happened no, in Mulan. Anyway, an avalanche happens, but Huns don't pop out of this one. No. Crosshair does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, in, and in, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, in this avalanche, it is Crosshair who appears. Crosshair appears, and uh, it's not looking good. No. Uh, and I love that, like, immediately he's looking around and he's like, where the fuck is Mayday? Yeah. I love yeah. this. I love that it's like not like a light switch. Like he's not a completely different person, but yeah. like he immediately is doing the exact opposite of what he fucking said he was gonna do. Yeah, like at the beginning of this episode. Exactly. Right? Now he's like he I digs can't this man out of the snow. I thought you were gonna say he digs this man. <laughs> he's into him. <laughs> he's into him. He likes him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, he digs this man out of the snow, and Mayday is just like, listen, I I get it. Like I'm not gonna survive. Leave me. And Crosshair is like, no. I don't even think he says anything. He doesn't say anything. He just puts his helmet back on and like, like continues to dig him out of the snow and take him with him. Fucking wild. Um, but yeah, I, again, uh, and again, props to the animators who designed all the and animated all of the facial expressions because especially Crosshair, who's like not, he doesn't talk a lot. No. Um, he doesn't let his words break for him. He just lets his facial expressions speak for him. He, um, the amount his eyes and eyebrows do in this episode the, is bananas. The amount of like um conflict that we see him yeah. go through like in his own brain like we truly can see the wheels turning we yeah. can see oh my god what do i do like he he's not totally like resolute even now in his like his new he's turned over a new leaf yeah he's not quite resolute in that yet because you can kind of see him being like well i could get back to the base easier if i didn't have him but like he basically is like no it's crazy to leave, like leave this guy yeah, like like it, no it, whatever the logic is it's the conclusion is i can't leave this guy here yeah which is like thank fuck he got there but like and it's totally like a a conclusion from the heart too because like there's no logical reason that you absolutely not do that so it's really nice to i think that moment i was like i okay yeah i'm endeared to you now yeah i know right good i like this new crosshair not that again not that i didn't like him before but like 
he, he was never my favorite before. I was always like, okay, you're being kind of a bitch. Like, can yeah. you, we get to the part? Like, I want to see your journey into not being a bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like it just was always challenging to me. Like, the last season was interesting for, obviously, like, finding out about his whole shtick yeah. and, like, his ideology and stuff. But I feel like after that, it, it could be in a story, theoretically, like, a challenging road to get to where we got with Crosshair in a single episode. Yeah. Um. Well, and it's again really really strong really really good writing because like he was a secondary villain in the last season and he's not really that in this season at all he's just kind of a Our guy villain structure has been <laughs> fucked in this it season. really has <laughs> i'm surprised but like the whole last season it's like hey you're making really poor decisions you're making bad decisions i want to see you make good decisions but he kept making bad decisions and i think that drives you further to like i want to see him yeah redeemed i want to see him make a good decision i want to see him learn from his actions yeah and that's what makes this episode so satisfying because we're finally seeing that which it wouldn't be so satisfying if we didn't see him make poor decision after poor decision in the last season i will also say i don't think it would have been as satisfying if this had happened earlier in the season no yeah i think the fucking waiting and the wondering honestly did a lot for this too because then i feel like then we were like prepared for something integral you know because the last time we saw him we saw him kind of start to question things yeah. and like i don't truly it didn't take that much for him to start realizing no. the error of his way yeah. here um it's just time yeah. like he just had to marinate in it and yeah. like it's interesting that we didn't see him like yeah. we didn't almost need to see it because we no. needed just like one kick-ass episode for him to flip or <laughs> grow a bear or something <laughs> um i wanted just like slightly off topic i like how last season a lot of people on tumblr were like before the season finale came out were like i cross is gonna come back he's gonna like be reintroduced into the batch and like all this stuff and i'm like he's not there yet like he needs to go through character development like even by the time the season finale happened he he didn't change like he he was still super sucked like he and the batch were kind of copacetic yeah. They're like, all right, fine. We're we're good. We're Gucci. I don't want to see you though. Yeah, I'm not like, gonna actively kill you if I see you at the grocery store. But we're but still like, going separate ways. I'm not gonna talk to you. We've reconciled, but we're not on speaking yeah. terms. Yeah. Um. Which like would not be. It would either be forceful of them to just kidnap him and take them, yeah. take him with them, or it would be like disingenuous of him to be like fine i'll go with you like he needed to learn this um, yeah and, and I it's think, so satisfying yeah i i don't remember if we talked about this independently or we talked about this on the podcast because we talked about bad batch a lot before we started recording yeah, shit um but like the I, I think we we're both in agreement at that point too where it's like he needs time like i feel like at some point we were kicking around the idea too of like oh maybe he'll like we'll get some sort of like zuko alone like him on his own figuring some shit out being away from them yeah doing some soul searching or whatever to be able to get to a place where potentially at some point they'll get back together i don't know if we ever were like it'll happen in season two i feel like it makes sense that it doesn't really seem like it's gonna happen in season two maybe I they'll mean, we're kind wave of... to each other <laughs> at, as pass cars pass well but... i'm so i'm 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 anticipating them i mean seeing each other again obviously because yeah. i think it would be a really weird season if like we that never happened they're completely there. separate yeah. uh yeah i mean it it must be something more towards the season finale again i'm so interested to see like what's the fucking 
break point going to be? Well, especially Liter- since the literal we're... tipping point. <laughs> yeah, the after Pabu. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so guessing Pabu. it's going to be in that one. Um, no, for sure. Because we're seeing these things set up, right? Because at the end of this episode, uh, we should, yeah, we see him. Um, he he's in the hands of one of the scientist ladies that it's we met. That last woman episode. with the terrible em- em- glasses, Emery, Emery, something, Car, Car, yes, um, and Scalder. Yes. Yeah. Correct. But yeah, where were we in this episode? Okay, so <laughs> oh, they're they, montage time. Yeah. Which I I this fucking so loved beautiful. this. Like visually beautiful, incredible. Again, you could do a lot with like minimal visual shit going on. Yeah. Like they just really killed it. I was too thinking about that. Like we start like the first scene. I think of this season. We start out with like the batch on this like incredibly beautiful tropical island, and there's vibrant yeah. colors, and they're being chased by silly animals. It's my colors theory again. And like, th- like the further we get into the seasons, the more like one kind of like uh, analogous palettes we've been getting. The more like, yeah. um, uh, did you enjoy my vocabulary? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at you. We love an analogous define, color scheme. Define analogous color scheme is for like us. when they're next to each other on the color wheel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like blue fading into green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like not m- monochrome, which would be like one tones of green. Yeah. It's it's mm, f- almost said friends on the color wheel. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, know, next yeah. to each other, neighbors, neighbors. Um, but yeah, we we've been kind of getting planets that are less like vibrant, many many colors, uh, and more like desolate, desolate. Like kind of like some of them have been monochrome, but some of them have been analogous and like, but, but, but like they're kind of fading a yeah. little bit. Like you see the, the colors fading. Just also, a yes. sorry. Thank you for talking about color theory. Yes. Love to see it. Love to hear it. Um, I just want to say that I'm still fucking correct. Uh, when it comes to my color theory theory for this show, which is that <laughs> when the empire is concerned yeah. for the most part, there is a considerable lack of color. Mm-hmm. And I love that this fucking entire episode was great. Yeah. It was so, good yeah and i was like holy shit fuck yeah because we're not talking about the batch and their misadventures and their live their lives that they're living to the mm-hmm. fullest right in a in a world in full color we're talking about crosshair who's still stuck in the fucking empire yeah and like is seeing the error of his ways and it is this like grim mm-hmm. like depressing i don't know like they set this so well on a snow planet like so well yeah it makes so much sense i love seeing like that type of design like really supporting the story yeah um Anyway, so we really get to see that shine in this montage. I really liked the part when they like he he basically is like carrying yeah. Mayday back, and they get to a point where he's like, "I have like we have to I just stop for part. the night," and they're <laughs> just like shivering and like huddling and cuddling. Yeah. Kind I just of. feel like there is. I was thinking about this. Nothing kind of more human mm-hmm. than that in yeah. that moment. And like, again, I, uh, the choice to have Crosshair lose his fucking helmet. Yeah. We talk about this so much when it comes concerns the other characters, yeah. right? The choice for him to lose his helmet here is incredible because this part of this montage specifically where he is like uh, essentially cuddling with yeah. Mayday for warmth because they're going to freeze and die. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you get to see his eyes Mm-hmm. And they say everything. We don't need dialogue. No. We completely understand the emotions of the situation. Yeah. Two things about this scene as well. Two things. Two things. One. I got two things. Two, two things, things. Two things. things. Um, <laughs> uh, one. At the beginning of this episode, we see him standing next to the ship that he's awaiting um, Nolan at. And when Nolan comes up, he says, you're out of uniform. And he puts his helmet on. Yeah. So I like that the the implication is that like he's 
basically like i'm just i'm gonna be out of uniform the empire doesn't i'm choosing i'm basically choosing my brother over the uniform of the empire which is like subtle but chef's kiss so beautiful the before and after because up until this point yeah he's wearing a helmet the entire time and then we get unhelmeted yeah changed man crosshair so good um second thing about this part i said earlier that like it wouldn't have been logical for him to bring mayday but he's kind of realizing that like if i hadn't have brought this man like we i would have frozen to death you need sometimes you need people yeah he's it, learning a, that too. there's a practicality to yeah. having people around you yeah also sometimes people are the key to your survival yeah in a in a, in a wholesome way not in a use like you i'm gonna use them. you way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah this scene fucking rocked and i loved i love that they're again they're huddling along and the last part of this montage kind of is that I love that we see that Mayday is using Crosshair's gun as a crutch. Yeah. Which previously Crosshair was using it. And like the fact that he gives what I assume is probably his most prized possession, if not yeah. his only possession. It's like his whole thing. It's we his never whole s- fucking brand. Yeah. And he like willingly gives it to another person to help them, even though he could have left them behind and been like fine. This weapon of of destruction and death becomes a crutch. Yeah. It's so this episode's so good. This episode is fucking not incredible. even for Crosshair, for another person. Like, He's becoming selfless. He is. I just like, again, the power of foils. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, of of using contrast to create story is like fucking incredible. They did an incredible job. Anyway, so they continuously hobble on back. And the tension through this entire thing is broken by seeing these cargo transports yeah. uh, coming in. Which I think is like uh, incredible. My first thought is, holy shit, are they going to be left behind? Yeah, because we yeah we see these transports come in, and I I, you, I mean it made sense to me that they were landing yeah, to get all yeah. the cargo out, but we did see their ship get blown up, so I was like, what's what's the situation going to be yeah. here? But yeah, <laughs> what's all this then? <laughs> um, yeah, so and, and I loved that transition too, where we see the ships fly over and they see them, and then we see them land, and we understand mm-hmm. that they're like coming in, and yeah. I like that we're seeing Nolan ordering the stormtroopers specifically stormtroopers yeah. new guys um, there are no no more clones no clones none of them uh, not even like a mixed crew no. uh, are loading all this cargo onto the ships and then like someone in the back you can hear yells oh my god it's yeah. them you know and they're like, like hey what's that over yeah. there yeah and someone's like it's them they're back well and what gets me is all the stormtroopers kind of line up and they're staring like they're yeah. not fucking they're, they're not, not helping. helping they're not like g- trying to get medics over they're just watching yeah and i love the cinematography the scene where we see the backs of these stormtroopers and then we see kind of pov nolan like he's like pushing through like get out of the way let me see and then of course it's our boys yeah and again like i I, it's so good and the fact that like so mayday right he like falls to the ground Mm -hmm. and he's like not doing well and then crosshair takes off his helmet now they're the only two people without helmets on yeah. By the way, if we're going to continue with yeah. that shit. And again, like no one's helping them. Except and I love Saran wrap face over ex- there. Well, but he has a helmet on. It just, oh, it doesn't cover it his just face, looks though. like he yeah. tore up a, a salad spinner and put it on his head. <laughs> it does look like he, he, he got a bit out of the salad spinner bowl. And put it on his head. <laughs> I'm glad that tickled you. I just like he's such a weird looking guy. He is. And like I they they designed him yeah. to type very well. Yeah. yeah. Um but again like I love now that crosshair not even being like hey we're here. He's like this guy needs, needs help. A medic. Not me. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. And like, you know, he's dying. Mm-hmm. Um and I love that again no one helps him and then like obviously unfortunately 
Mayday seems to pass away. He Well, the Crosshair is literally lobbying for this man's life, being yeah. like, go get a medic. He's dying. Yeah, like he needs help now. He needs help now. And Nolan is like, well, whatever. He's a piece of equipment. He's used. He's been used. Even worse, he yells at them for not completing their oh, mission. yeah. Which is fucking insane. Can you imagine staring at someone who's dying and just being like, but you didn't do the job I needed you well, to Well, you do. failed then. So, like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. You are an object. Just so fucking crazy. But, yeah, and obviously, Mayday, we kind of, like, hear him struggling. Um, yeah, and he, yeah, he perishes. He perishes. Crosshair does the whole checks his pulse and is distraught. He's he's furious yeah he's distraught he's feeling many emotions at yeah this time. which like i at this point i was like shoot this fucking man oh, shoot this fucking man i was honestly like because i feel like we've seen crosshair kowtow to some uh like orders that were like well he seems to have not he doesn't seem to love that but he's gonna do it anyway yeah. right but then not this time baby yeah i okay so right so whatever nolan doesn't care crosshair is pissed off the troopers leave because nolan is like don't help them essentially and they kind of reluctantly leave like they look around and i like that you see one of them shrug like okay no literally like they're like well whatever we were supposed to go back to work yeah they're like i don't know whatever Um, right uh and then i love that it's just kind of the standoff between crosshair who's like on his knees at this point and yeah, this empire fuckwad yeah. with the salad spinner. <laughs> we see, like, we see uh, this ice vulture, which we've seen, too, like, uh, so in the good. montage of like, them coming, over and returning. over and over again. Yeah. Which is, at this point, because up until this point, you've been like, oh, that's going to be a problem Yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, maybe he's going to help them, like, get back. Yeah. No. that's. I was so fucking surprised by this but you know that like immediately when he sees the shadow on the ground i'm like this shit's symbolic this is this is gonna be like fucking i don't know it's gonna be like he's free now like he or whatever like so many layers right yeah because he sees the shadow and then you see the behind shot of nolan and you see you hear Crosshair shoot him and then he falls and you see him with the gun which was so so satisfying holy shit again if there is like some rule here where it's like we can't show people getting murdered on camera again, not that it fucking mattered in Clone Wars, but like the creative way to get around that and making like an incredible shot, an incredible moment of seeing this guy on his like from behind, mm-hmm. you can't even see Crosshair, only hearing a shot, him falling to the ground and seeing Crosshair with a gun, with a pistol. I love too that we start this episode like like pretty crosshair pov like he's looking at the empire as one of the empire yeah we're there with him looking at this now we're We're all on the same page now it's like empire pov where like he's almost like immediately this outsider yeah like we're looking at him coming in in like a um like an invasive posture killing this guy like it's almost like we're one of the stormtroopers like the camera is one of the stormtroopers and we're watching crosshair who's clearly not part of the empire anymore killing a a superior officer i love that with this one shot this one composition they're like these two people are diametrically opposed exactly like crosshairs made his choice yeah like he's it's done now it's sign sealed delivered fuck i'm yours fuck you (laughs) (laughs) i and the fact too like again like i know he can't use his gun because like 
I don't even know if they have it in that I shot. I think he shoots him with he um, shoots Mayday's him with gun. A pistol. Yeah. Which he doesn't have, I don't think. I don't Because the I whole episode he's been using his gun. His gun. Yeah. Just the thought his, too uh, of like, rifle. again, they use it as a crutch, so it probably isn't operational. And I actually right. don't even think they have it when they come in. But like, also the thought of like that he willingly left that behind. But like, yeah. the fact that he is not even using like the thing that defined him to do this thing that is like sealing his yeah. fate for the future is like kind of incredible. Yeah. Like he's using just a gun and it's like the same gun that Rex uses. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the same one that Hunter uses. And yeah. like, it's just like, ah, it's so good. So poetic. And again, like the bird, I, the bird I wanted to circle back to this bird. You wanted to circle. <laughs> yeah. Like the um. bird. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> no it's just so good like there's so many layers to this episode like i, I feel like i could watch this again and again and again yeah. and i'm like oh, okay there's another thing there's this, another thing this episode my beloved yo seriously this is i think my favorite episode in this season so, far. <laughs> so good and i'm i'm finding a hard time understanding how it will be topped same, uh, same. yeah um no because in the beginning of this episode we have this conversation with mayday where he's like, explaining this world to crosshair and he's like oh those are you know those raiders there's the ice vultures you know they're they're really actually kind of uh they're they're cruel and practical and, yeah but you know i kind of can't help but admire them and like so i they're clearly kind of a, a representation of the empire yeah that crosshair is seeing and like it's very apropos that he sees this reminder of like the empire is cruel and uncompromising here. And that's why you have to do this. That's why you have to do what you will do. And they'll never, they'll never change. Um, and that that's like what precedes him shooting Nolan and kind of realizing yeah. that like, okay. I feel like in my mind, and I love this cause uh-huh. I love just like interpretations of things. I'm like, in my mind, it's like, it's symbolic of him being like, I don't know, kind of Left like, for dead yeah like a, a circling birds feels like i, I have like, like three different interpretations yeah. of this i also yeah. like is, is it because crosshair is kind of was cruel and practical yeah. and and that is the way that he's ever going to be as we've been stated by other characters in this show and he's like breaking away from that and but he is like there's something to be admired or like you know that it's something to do with him and him becoming like maybe a better version of himself. Who knows? Better version of himself. It's also like really apropos that like it's circling them, clearing clearly saying that like you will soon be dead. You are dead men. Yeah. Walking like and being part of the empire is not going to change that. They they will kill you. Yeah. Um. And the the third one is that like birds. I think typically are very much signs of like symbols of freedom. Yeah. And absolutely. Like you know just based on the fact that they can fly away yeah like truly like is this his exit is that's, this his yeah that's what i was thinking too yeah. it's like what made me emotional i'm like is yeah. this like a sim- symbolic of like like being let go from this being yeah. able to like leave yeah. finally you know no, truly i mean and and none of these compete with each other you can have all three of that's these true at the same multiple time. things can be true multiple things can be true the layers like a fucking onion this episode i i love too that they made space for this symbol and we're like it's just going to be a symbol and especially i mean what made me think that like uh because it's a vulture you know yeah like it eats dead things yeah it's a scavenger yeah so that's i I didn't say that earlier but that's why 
I had the other interpretation yeah. of yeah. there being left for dead. No, it's it great. makes sense. No, I that's didn't what I was to thinking too. Is like when you see it, especially when because the first time you see it, it's kind of like maybe a little bit more closer, like the shadow yeah. on the ground. But then it's like when you kind of see more of like a down angle at yeah. the two of them, Mayday, who's dead, and Crosshair, who seems to be on his way to that yeah. that point, and it kind of like swoops in front of them. It it is my thought also was like, oh, it's like because they're dying like yeah. you know they're gonna be scavenged it's staking out its prey basically yeah, yeah. and that like their prey it's now. simply waiting yeah yeah but it's like it also feels like yeah like something lighter like freedom right yeah. i don't know it's so it, it could be so many things it's very good so and good. i love that uh obviously he shoots nolan as we said yeah. i was like is he just gonna leave he yeah he just collapses no he yeah he just passes out yeah and i like that we just hear the stormtroopers being like hey Stay there. And he's like, I'm fucking done. <laughs> he's like, anyway, Goodbye. bye. <laughs> yeah. I'm checking out. That's what I had to I do. I thought that that was going to be the end of the episode. I thought that was going to be the end of the episode. And then the second thing that I thought was going to happen <laughs> is that I thought he was going to wake up in prison and fucking Charlie Rampart was going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I was crossing my fingers as that soon, we would see Charlie. But. Oh, no. Yeah. As soon as I saw uh, he, as he shot um, Nolan. Uh, I was like, so he's going to go to prison. Yeah, with Charlie. And then Charlie and him are going to have to break out. We're yeah. going to have a prison yeah. breakout episode. Yeah, no, I was and thinking that too. And then Charlie's going to turn on him. Here's I don't know, thought. though. We still could have that. I'm Here's not sure. Here's a wild thought, though, right? Because as, as we see, right, he mm -hmm. gets fucking sent to the same facility that, like, Nala say is yeah at, he where wakes up the, on on the operation table it's not an operation table but like they're in like the science fixing him or whatever room. <laughs> this is the room where we do science <laughs> can you tell it's a science room and this is what it's the woman with the glasses Tesla coils and beakers <laughs> and those balls that you touch <laughs> that do the static and thing. newton's clackum sticks ah newton's clackum sticks yes <laughs> perpetual motion yeah oh yes science um <laughs> And this is what Emery sounds like. She's not from New Zealand. Yeah, anyway, we see her him wake up. <laughs> We're going to get too uh, giggly if we don't stop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's seven on a Friday night. Um, and this is what we do on Friday nights. It is what we do on Friday nights. Uh, yeah, he, he wakes up and he's uh, Emery Carr is there. And, and she's just she's like clearly doing some science science on him because they're in the science room. I think she's like making sure he's all, all right at this point. Yeah. Um, like, I think the last thing she tells him is that like, if you cooperate, it'll it'll be OK for you. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, what are you going to do this guy? Well, it's just interesting because like it. it He's kind of we kind of he kind of decided that like he was done cooperating. Yeah. Like he's seen where cooperation and gets him with the Empire and yeah. he's not happy about it. And he's like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. I feel like it's interesting. Sorry. Were you going to No. Oh, it's interesting that he's kind of now in a similar position that the clones kind of were when they were like being made and like all this stuff like on Camino. Yeah. They were kind of like experiments. And then, you know, they became sort of like. I don't know, soldiers, they had more freedom. Obviously, like, they got to have more freedom in the Republic with Jedi because they, like, wanted that. And mm -hmm. now he kind of, like, yeah, it was so with the Empire and all this stuff and has found himself kind of in back in a similar place where he's just kind of, like, a lab rat again. Yeah. Well, and I think it's really interesting that the last time we've seen Crosshair on a medical table was when he's getting his chip, chip enhanced. Chip fucked up. Yeah. So it's almost like he had kind of cemented a choice there. Yeah. To get that enhanced. Um, Which, I don't know if he chose that, but it is... We've talked about this a lot last season, that the power of choice seems to supersede the concept of, like, how controlling these chips are. Yeah. Right? And to be, yeah, it comes up later, but... So, 
I just think it's interesting that the last time we've seen him yeah, this clo- sure. this close up in a medical facility has been this where it's like he's choosing the empire and now it's like he's not here by choice anymore exactly yeah, yeah yeah it's almost like i feel like he maybe will have an opportunity now to be sympathetic to like what the rest of the batch obviously felt yeah. like is like well we're not this isn't our choice yeah we're choosing to leave like because we don't want to be like what they told us we have to be anymore yeah and now he gets to have firsthand experience with what it is to have like you know independent thought in a situation where he doesn't have a choice you know yeah um it's so interesting. I'm so excited for next week. This episode was so good. Um, uh, I'm wondering if yes. Charlie is in the same facility. Uh, he Why would he be in this facility? knew about this project. Yeah, but they're not experimenting. Uh, why would they experiment on him? Well, they have Nala Say. He's a clone. They prison. made more Charlies. <laughs> uh, Nala Say is in prison. I know she's here for like, because she's a scientist. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, he's got to be fucking about somewhere. He's either in regular prison, but he knows it a lot. Like, a lot. I don't think they would want him in, like, general prison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember words about prison. <laughs> Just give uh, me this guy. I'm so no, interested in yeah, him. I, I would be really surprised if we didn't see him again. I think we'll see him again soon, hopefully. Um, Fingers crossed. I don't. I mean, other than, like, I think he and Cross, him and Crosshair will have to reckon at some point. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't have any, like, here's what I think. Uh, yeah no i don't have like an actual direction i'm just like i don't have any predictions i hope charlie is close (laughs) keep it secret keep it safe i like to keep him close right here in my heart (laughs) he's just such a bastard i love him just like he's such a good villain and i can't believe i can't believe what happened to him happened to him i can't believe what happened to him happened to him and also that we haven't seen him i think it's like another one of the like it's good we, to wait. You got, yeah, you. We gotta let you stew. We gotta you like can, let you forget him about a little bit. In the back, we're gonna let you marinate, or like he's gone into the forever stew. What's the what do you ferment with wine or whatever? You know, to make it good, it has to like age. Ferment. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's ferment. ferment They're fermenting or, or him. age. What are you talking about? They're fermenting him like oh, wine, okay. like pickles or wine, like pickles or wine. <laughs> That's what Charlie is. <laughs> I, uh, this doesn't really have anything to do with, like, the story or narrative of this episode, Shoot. but I really enjoy this character that we have in Crosshair that, um, we're basically watching him learn uh, a really hard lesson, which is that, like, I've been a dick yeah. and I've made a lot of wrong decisions. Yeah. Um, and I have hope and faith and trust. As and Peter, Pixie does. As P- and Pixie does, as Peter Pan says. Yeah. Um, in this crew, in this team, that they are not <laughs> going to sweep under the rug the atrocities that he did or the wrongs that You're he did. You're talking about the production team. Yes. I thought you meant the batch for a second. I was like, I don't no. think they're going to forget. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, the people that are writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. The, yeah, that are piloting these boys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I feel like. And I, I just, I love yeah. that. St- sorry. I love that story, too, because I, I feel like we need more more characters like this that that realize they're wrong and that have let um their own greed and hate and not that i just think uh, crosshair's greedy but like you know these negative emotions which i think in other properties in star wars we would call the dark side yeah um <laughs> but i'm glad we're not calling that here yeah because these are like here. real human emotions <laughs> well they're just not, not just like, like magical mythological no. beings right they're just people yeah um but I like that, like, he kind of let his callousness and cruelty and hatred and uh, frustration guide him for a really long time. And, and we're seeing him unlearn that. I feel like a lot of the other times in 
Jedi-centric stories that have this concept. We don't get to see the bad guys unlearn the things that yeah. they had given their entire uh, identity to. We just get the, to see them, you know, redeem themselves via death and really not do any hard work yeah. for the rest of their lives. And again, sorry, continue. Which, like, I don't know. That's a fine story once or twice. But, like, I think especially in today's day and age, that's a really important and powerful character to have someone that does the hard work and unlearns and that chooses to be better yeah. and to be good. For sure. Yeah. And again, like, as we've talked about a lot, and what we kind of love about this show is that, like, they're creating really incredible stories out outside of this, like, kind of, I would say, tired binary of, like, yeah. cosmic good and evil. Yeah. Like, again, it's not about that. It's about real human emotion. And again, humans can be cruel. They can be, I don't know, full of hatred and be callous and greedy. But, like, that doesn't mean that you are past redemption. And again, doesn't like... Doesn't mean you're past redemption, but also that redemption... It's not, like, a magical thing that yeah. happens to you. It's uh, the active choice of... Yeah. Of doing good and being a better person. And again, it's not that it can only happen upon pain of death. Like, yeah. It, it, like, again, like with Vader, right, we see is like, okay, well, he's redeemed, but he's redeemed in death, essentially. He, he in, was redeemed like, a because he died for his son. Yeah. That he, you know, he's self-sacrificial. Yeah. But like, again, and we talk about this a lot when it comes to Red Dead, too, because that game mm -hmm. fucking is fire when it comes to this yeah. shit. But like, it is so much harder to live with the consequences of your actions. Yeah. And, and have to become a better person. Have to change. Every single goddamn day, choose to be a better change person. Change is hard. And like, that's so much more powerful of a story than Absolutely. you can only be redeemed in death. Absolutely. And I think it deconstructs this narrative that like a lot of, um, I want to say it's a, I feel like we've talked about this before, but it's a very traditionally like kind of male concept of like, especially being raised in the church as, as we have been this idea that like, you know, men, you need to die for your families and like, you need to be ready to do that. Just like Christ died for you. And it's like, a lot of these men are just like, well, I would take a bullet for you. And like, that means that, you know, you need to be doing all this stuff. And like this yeah. idea of like male hero heroism yeah. being so coupled with like death yeah and that's Violence. how you're a hero yeah and i'm sorry but it's so much braver to live for the people yeah. that love you and, and admit not be ready to wrong. die and admit that you're wrong and grow and change and be a human person yeah. with other human people on this human life journey that we're on yeah um and i'm just so glad we're getting to see this character do that it's such a better story like you said with red dead that's exactly what red dead is about yeah so good and it's i just like Again, the fact that there are people, you can like what you like, but I just like, I just want to say it, that like, this is the best fucking shit that Star Wars has given us in like, kind of a long time. Absolutely. Like, a hundred percent. I love Clone Wars. I love all the movies. They're wonderful. They're so fun. This is a good goddamn story. This is a good story. This well is made. Exactly. I'm sorry. I have no other words. And, so and that's good. all she wrote, Your Honor. Like, that's it. <laughs> it's fucking good. Anyway, this episode is fire. Um, I'm going to go rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, our episode is going to be long, but oh, I, I'm assuming yeah, you all want out. to have commentary on this. Yeah. You're here for a reason. 
Um, we have things to say. And we're going to anyway. fucking say them. <laughs> I think I'm out of my things that I'm, I am I wanted to say. I'm uh, sure I'm, I can think of more, but I'm tired. I'm out of things <laughs> that I wanted to say. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one more thing. Oh, I, yes. Sorry. And just one more thing. No, I just Columbo. <laughs> my favorite scene in this episode, just like visually, was when Crosser steps on that mine and uh, Mayday is like looking at it and he blows <gasps> oh, the fucking yeah. um, like the snow, snow away. It's shot it's sp- sparkly and it cannot oh fucking believe i can't understand the engine and the computers they must have to render this shit because it looked like individual particles insane also i love the composition of that shot so much oh it's so good so good this was like a as short like, film as submit a, this to sundance or whatever short film as festival a, as there a compos- are composition here <laughs> you know yeah this episode was everything i wanted and more chef's kiss chef's kiss God, God, this episode was good. I'm gonna be riding this high for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Well, props to everybody involved in this episode. <laughs> Big ups. <laughs> uh, no, super amazing. You guys, <laughs> Little League high five. I just like I feel like such a chump saying this every episode, but like truly, this <laughs> show is really good, and you guys did a fantastic job, all of you. Yeah, every single goddamn person. You're not even listening to this probably, but if you are, keep it up, man. <laughs> We love it. We us, love it. The two of us. No, it's so, it's honestly, it's so nice to have somebody like critique your art and, and or narrative and writing and be like, I liked this specifically yep. about it. I liked that specifically yep. about it. Labor of love. Because it's one thing to be like, yeah, it's good. And that's it. And it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, but like, did you look at it? Like, but like you, what is good did you like the snow particles or like <laughs> did you see the composition did you like notice the absence of music did you like get that we are setting up a narrative with the color and lack thereof did you like the symbolic bird like <laughs> we showed you, you a lot of the symbolic bird what did you think about it? it's an ice vulture like what do you it. like that do you like that <laughs> anyway, did you get that one i did i liked all of it it was wonderful this was wonderful writing. Fantastic. Wonderful everything. Okay. All right. That is all for this episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. We'll be publishing episodes every Monday. So join us next time for episode 13 called Pabu. We're on Pabu. <laughs> We're finally going to know who Pabu is. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and also on Instagram and Twitter at The Batch Pod. So if you like story and you like Star Wars, then tune in for the next episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. Bye. Bye.